Hello, my ragtime gal. Send me a kiss by wire. Baby, my heart's on fire. If you refuse me, honey, you lose me. Then you'll be left alone, oh, baby. Telephone and tell me I'm your own. Was that good, Cassie? Yeah. Yeah, see, she said it was amazing. She said that was sweet, audible chocolate. Hello, everybody. Welcome to No Disclosure. This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Prevail Guitar Works and Asylumite17.com. This podcast is where we go on the news, see what's going on in the world, and based like fine, expensive turkeys and the sheer audacity and craziness that is our news media. People have to deal with a lot of junk in their lives. And with the climate things are in, no disclosure exists to not only improve your level of inner fanciness, but to hopefully take your mind off the disaster for a while. So let's get into it, do it, we do best, and have a little fun. Hmm? <laughs> Shake off your shoes and set that mental bag of bricks down in the entryway of my mind, and let's begin. Was that a fart or your chair squeaking? Chair. Mmm. Eli's chair farted. So, uh, just a, a quick little thing here before we get into it. I streamed on live on Facebook last night and had a ton of fun, kids. ton of fun. Now, I am mindful that the patrons get early access to shows. So I'm not going to, you know, live stream like... Every episode of No Disclosure. We're going to do, like, special occasions, episode 100. <laughs> you know, and probably the last uh, few minutes of every episode of No Disclosure. So you're going to hear a little bit of change in the format a little bit. You'll hear me, hear me announce, you know, hey, you know, I've started live streaming on here. And, blip, 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 blip. and if enough people watching, you get some engagement going. Even if they're not watching. It's because it's all about the, the rewatch, right? So, okay, so let's get into it. Um, <laughs> and I like this. A physics student, 18 years old, is set to fly to space with Jeff Bezos as 20, $28 million auction winner. Oh, okay. This, this title is stupid. So it should be redone. A physics student, 18, was set to fly to space with Jeff Bezos as a 20, $28 million auction winner is now, quote unquote, too busy. <laughs> And <laughs> it's like, fuck you, Bezos. An 18-year-old physics student has secured a highly coveted seat on a flight into space with Bezos after a $28 million auction winner pulled out of the trip at the 11th hour, citing he was too busy. <laughs> what the hell is he going to school for? He's like, no, I don't want to be stuck in a rocket with that fucking guy. <laughs> Bezos' spaceflight company, Blue Origin, is running the historic flight on Tuesday, July 20th. Oh, it's already happened. And less than a... Oh, okay, okay, so, okay never mind. And less than a week before the trip, this is a little backdated. Thank you, VT. But anyway, it happened. Okay? It was a thing. <laughs> the firm announced on its website. We only do the most up-to-date shit here. That an unnamed individual, but I bet you didn't know, you know, this whole thing about it, right? Hmm? Had to, somebody had to, blow, had to bow out after winning the auctioned-off seat, you know, due to scheduling conflicts. It's like, Really? You're going into fucking space. I mean, don't you think your school or employer would understand? Like, hey, I'm going to go fly in a rocket with Jeff Bezos. Could you give me the day off? <laughs> you know? Like, I think if you had a valid excuse, if any human being ever for school or work had any valid excuse to play hooky, you had it. Like, right here. You know? And you didn't fucking do it. You should have took one for the team, at least. 
I know you got to be stuck in a, you know, a thousand mile an hour tin can with the guy with the weirdest head I've ever seen in my life. But you're going into space, man. The firm also shared that recent high school graduate Oliver Damien would be taking the anonymous individual seat and flying into space on the company's space tourism rocket, New Shepard, with Bezos. His brother, Mark Bezos, who also has a weird head, an 82-year-old pilot, Wally Funk. 82. I hope he's not piloting in the fucking rocket. <laughs> I think we're making it. Oh, does this say Xanax? <laughs> At 18. <laughs> I don't have a lot of old people listening to no disclosure. My demographic is around my age, so huh. <clears throat> At 18, Damien will be the youngest person to travel to space, while Funk will be the oldest. Blue Origin welcomed the new passenger in a statement stating, yakety yakita, blah, blah, wackala do. Yeah, that's actually what they said. So let's go to another article. I thought it was kind of funny. Kid says no to flying into space because uh, he's got better shit to do. <laughs> like, All right. There's a difference between, um, you know, being motivated and wanting to get your life in order and hit the ground running and all that. And just being an idiot who doesn't want to fly into space. Like, come on, man. You could have done it. They would have let you. I, I don't know what the hell your motivation was, but you're, you're doodly doodly. People are apparently trying to whiten their teeth. Oh, here we go. Is this a TikTok thing? Apparently, people are trying to whiten their teeth with Mr. Clean Magic Erasers. Yeah, I'm TikTok. Okay, yeah, there you go. There you go. TikTok is fast becoming a repository of Health tips, and not all of them great. Duh. We've seen what? Splinting out your poop, uh, checking if you're dehydrated by looking at your hand, and uh, now we've been using Mr. Clean Magic Erasers to whiten your teeth. Why don't you just get white spray paint? Works quicker. And a video that now carries the warning could cause serious injury. <laughs> uh, this uh, user... With 24,000 followers, might I add, <clears throat> I actually, like, you know, uh, don't harm myself or other people or, you know, tell other people to. I run a podcast and I paint and I do shit and she has more likes than I do. That's awesome. And how she's been using a magic racer on her teeth for years. Okay. I'm prepared for all the dentists that are going to come here and be like, don't do it. She's crazy. She said in a video, I don't care. I go to the dentist. I don't tell them what I do, but they're like, you have the healthiest, strongest, cleanest teeth. And I'm like, why, thank you. <laughs> Direct quote, by the way. <laughs> and I was like, shut up, computer. Cool. Thank you, Calendar, for interrupting my podcast. I'm really happy to know that Microsoft did an update on a calendar. So anyway, going on to say that she does not use fluoride. She also uses coconut oil. She demonstrates that she breaks off a bit of a magic eraser. Oh, my God. Before rubbing it over her teeth and avoiding the gums. Been doing it for two years. <laughs> I've been cleaning my teeth with magic eraser for two years. Man, I got the whitest teeth in the world. And you see that little elf man sitting on my right shoulder? He says it, too. First up, there's nothing new. And like the TikTokers drinking lettuce juice to get them to sleep. That's not a joke. That They do that, apparently. What the hell is wrong with TikTok? It likely came about because somebody misunderstood a study. There's a bit of research that Reddit likes to cite in on this that says that a melamine... What is that? What is that called? Melamine sponge. 
might be an effective way to remove stains on uh, dentures. Not teeth, but dentures. Before aesthetic whitening in a dentist's office with regular teeth. However, these sponges are not erasers by themselves, lacking the chemicals, chemicals, to make them so. Second of all, do not do this. <laughs> TikTok really should put the oral health warning on each posting. Like a picture of a toothless crone from the French Revolution. <laughs> Using something like Magic Eraser or similar products is insane. Do you want to know why? I'll tell you. The manufacturers of Magic Eraser actually warned that the product shouldn't touch the skin. Why? <laughs> well, apart from being extremely abrasive, akin to sandpaper, the melamine foam also contains... <clears throat> formaldehyde. Yeah. A substance that you would find most dental professionals would want, wouldn't want anywhere near their mouths. Bodies are embalmed with formaldehyde. Okay? <laughs> the problem isn't just limited to TikToks. Uh, there's been similar YouTube videos that recommend brushing your teeth with other substances, such as bicarbonate of soda and lemon juice. Okay, I mean, brush your teeth with dog shit. I, I don't care. Just don't brush your teeth with something that has fucking formaldehyde in it. Especially something as abrasive as that. She's been brushing her teeth like that for two years. My butt. No, she hasn't. She, she, she No, not going to happen. She's going to end up looking like, like Queen Elizabeth or something. You know, all white-faced and like Skeletor and shit. It's, it's going to happen. Uh, let's see, people. <laughs> TikTok, man. I swear. The hell, <laughs> you know what I'm thinking at this point? That as viral as these videos go, I, I, I hate to, um, I'd hate to be this cynical, but I think that there are marketing firms out there and influencer marketing groups that are telling people to say this, you know, to get the views and stuff like that. I, I'm a marketing whiz, and that just makes sense to me. You know, start up a Contact an influencer on TikTok, you know, and be like, hey, tell them you brush your teeth with magic erasers. Because, you know, they don't give a shit about anybody. All they care about the views of the likes and, you know, it doesn't matter to them. It's not going to go back to them if somebody brushes their teeth with a magic eraser and ends up growing another head. You know what I mean? Mm. Coffee. A physics graduate says he's going to crack immortality. But there's a twist. He's 11 years old. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There was a lot in that article, the process, wasn't there? Listen, it can be tough having high-achieving siblings. Okay. Every family gathering becomes a battle for which child is more successful, who's smarter than who. And before you know it, you're fist-fighting your sister in the kitchen over whatever, you know, was whether Mahler was more influ influential than Pythagoras. So, <laughs> I'd just be glad you don't have to <laughs> invite Lawrence Simmons to Thanksgiving this year. This Dutch-Belgian wunderkind has not only completed a bachelor's degree in physics, okay, but he did so in half the time it usually takes and still managed to get the highest grade in his fucking class. Oh, by the way, he's 11. <laughs> Shit. Ah, that's cool. This kid's doing complicated physics equations. He's uh, at the top of his class, in class full of adults. And there's 11-year-olds out there that um, aren't even you know, as brilliant as this kid that I've seen, like, you know, playing guitar at the NAMM show and just doing some amazing stuff. You know what I mean? My 11 year old can't walk past a table without knocking into shit. <laughs> I'm not making fun.
But everybody, you know how 11-year-olds are. It's like, I'm amazed that he could find his way to his own, to his own fucking room without, you know, requiring a map. And this one's going to college and stuff. I find it flattering that people <laughs> compare me with Einstein, he told the Telegraph. But I think everyone is unique. Well, I'll give you that. Have you ever seen TikTok? Einstein is just Einstein, and I, Laurent, am just Laurent. And if that isn't humiliating enough, <laughs> this wasn't even Simmons' first attempt at college. Yeah. After completing high school by the age of eight, <laughs> he originally enrolled in Eindhoven University in 2018, but dropped out when college officials refused his schedule. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you can't have, you can't let college rule your life. Terraria is not going to play itself. He then took some courses at the University of Ghent before eventually transferring to the University of Antwerp, where he graduated this month. Although his, uh, this lost him the chance to become the youngest ever college grad, that distinction remains with University of South Alabama Class of 94 alumnus Michael Kearney, who received a degree in anthropology at the age of 10. <laughs> so yeah, this kid here, getting to the meat of it, um, immortality is his goal, he says inadvertently revealing that he probably doesn't read IFLS. I fucking love science, which is what we're on right now. <laughs> I want to be able to replace as many body parts as possible with mechanical ones. Now, his vision of a cyborg-filled future isn't just some vague notion, though. The miniature mastermind says he's already mapped out the path to achieving this dream. And it sounds like if anybody could do it, I guess it's this guy. Quantum physics, the study of the smallest particles, is the first piece of the puzzle, he says. I want to work with the best professors in the world, look inside their brains and find out how they think. You do that, Mr. Kid with the red hat on. Just remember, you know, be a kid too. You know what I mean? And please find, can you find some kind of a way to like Thanos snap all of these damn TikTokers? I mean, that's what the world needs right now. Immortality, uh, cool, great. Focus on that second. Everybody needs a to-do list. Einstein had one. Can we rearrange that just a little bit and get a load of the, get rid of these shit tards on Facebook? Okay, let's let's keep going. <laughs> Believe it or not, the articles that we're looking at right now is all backlog from the last no disclosure episode. Seriously, I had so many articles, so many bookmarked for the last episode of No Disclosure. That's why I didn't want to leave because there was some that's what this stuff was. I had some good shite on there, including this. There is a project to track Leonardo da Vinci's DNA. They succeeded and they found 14 living relatives. How cool is that? <laughs> that's awesome. Leonardo da Vinci was an Italian polymath and the quintessential Renaissance male. He was a painter, an architect, a theorist, had a hell of a beard, and a scientist known for his scientist known for his work of art and his notebooks full of inventions. Things that we didn't even start fucking thinking about until, you know, a long time after his death. <laughs> for several years, the project has been going to track his descendants. <sighs> and it found <laughs> it's found at least 14. Yeah. These results from the Leonardo da Vinci DNA project are reported in the journal Human Evolution. The aim for the project is to confirm if the remains found in the Amber's castle purported to be his are actually his own. But it might even extend to the analysis of the genomics of him and his descendants to understand if there are any genetic associations with his incredible talents or visual acuity. Makes sense. 
So that'll, you know, help us find out a lot about genetics as well. Now, are there any crazy polymaths, you know, that are also in his family? Uh, any of these descendants have any? What about that kid? <laughs> None of these are direct descendants of Leonardo himself, who do not have any children, blah, blah, blah. Most historians and biographers believed he was gay, actually. Oh, God, they say that about everybody. They said Jesus was gay because he hung around a bunch of dudes. Like, I hang around dudes. It doesn't make me gay. Donald does make me question. Well, whenever he's here for off topic, he does make me question my heterosexuality a little bit. But a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, when he's sitting there and we're doing an off topic and we really get rolling, you know? Like, things are really cooking. You know, we got a good conversation going. I just have the strongest urge to put my hand in his lap. And that's just being friendly. You know, that that's just, that's that's how I express my friendship. Maybe give him a little, like, snuggle. Like a little, kind of caress the cheek a little bit. You know, that's why I don't have Donald around often. Because whenever he's here, I get distracted. <laughs> I just, you know, I, I just, I want to, I want to. I want to kiss you all over. Okay, the trooper performs the Heimlich after a motorist chokes on marijuana. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Rootstown, Ohio. An Ohio State Highway Patrol, <laughs> Patrol trooper successfully performed the Heimlich after a man allegedly attempted to swallow a bag of cannabis while he was pulled over for speeding. That's awesome. <laughs> Just throw it out the window. I'm swallowing this shit. Ohio State Police, Ray Santiago. Santiago. Said the traffic stop occurred on July 3rd in Portage County. Trooper Charles Hoskin conducted a traffic stop for a vehicle that was allegedly traveling at 94 miles an hour in a 70 zone. Damn. You're doing a little bit more than the, the devil's cabbage, aren't you? That's what you're sprinkling on top of your shit. Dash camera video posted to the Ohio State Police Twitter account shows Hoskin asking if the driver could breathe before helping him out of the car and performing the Heimlich. The man expelled a bag of marijuana and apologized to the officer. After the man recovered, the officer said, do you really want to die over a minor misdemeanor? <laughs> the, man, the man received citations for speeding and failing to wear a seatbelt. The man also received a summons for the marijuana and was released at the scene. I just thought that was cool. <laughs> he's got a he's got a bag of reefer on him, and uh, yeah, the cop has to perform the Heimlich. That's fantastic. Uh, let's see if it was. Oh, what is this? Uh oh, do we see something saucy? Hmm. Ah, I feel like I'm gonna sneeze. Don't you hate that that feeling right before you sneeze? And yes. Uh, yep. There it went. Ah. Uh. Don't you hate that? That lead up to the sneeze where you're just sitting there going, uh, uh, uh. that lasted forever. Damn. That was the biggest lead up to a sneeze I ever had. But I don't cut, damn it. We're going to, if we have to sneeze on the show, by God, we're going to do it. Pies, okay, here, this is what I wanted to read. It's one of my favorite stories I've ever read. And you're going to like it too. Just wait and see. Possible Michelangelo, the Michelangelo. His possible fingerprint was found on a statue. Yeah. What may be Michelangelo's... I can't talk. Michael, I'm, you know what? I'm changing your name. I don't care how old you are. I don't care how famous you are. 
because I refuse to make mistakes on this show. So you're going to be called Michael Agalo. What may be Michael Agalo's thumbprint, that's actually harder to say than Michelangelo, <laughs> has been found on a small wax statue he created 500 years ago. Mm. Museum experts, uh, God knows how many times over the years the statue has been touched. How the hell do you even figure it's Michelangelo's fingerprint? It's a 500-year-old statue in a public place. God knows how much that statue's been handled. You think one fingerprint is... What's the, what's the basis here? You know what I mean? Like, uh, what, what do you, what's giving you this idea? Museum experts at London's Victoria and Albert Museum found the mark pressed onto the dark red figurine, which was a sketch for a larger unfinished marble sculpture titled A Slave... The figurine depicting a naked figure with an arm across its face was part of the Renaissance master's preparations for Pope Julius II's elaborate tomb in Rome. Well, tell the truth on the damn article then. It's not on the fucking statue. It's on the plans for the statue. I mean, see? They they roped me in here with a title. But the reason why I wanted to read it is because the fingerprint is on the figure's penis. Yes, we've okay. So now I get uh, that this may be Michelangelo. Michael, damn it! Oh my god, this may be Michelangelo's fingerprint because these uh, plans were kept very, very hidden, very, very private. You know, this wasn't meant to be the piece of art itself. This is the blueprint. You know, and a lot of these don't survive. So uh, he destroyed actually a lot of his preparatory works. The proposed statue was just one of over 40 life-size figurines planned for the Pope's tomb, though plans were later greatly reduced. The sketch model was created between 1515 and 1519. More than likely, okay, now after fucking reading this and not getting roped in by that bullshit title. Ugh. Ugh, fucking, uh, that sneeze messed me up. Um, yeah, after reading that, you know, this may, more than likely is uh, Michelangelo's fingerprint. But what makes it what what brings joy to my heart is that the fingerprint is on the figure's penis. <laughs> yeah, so we found Michelangelo's fingerprint, and it's on uh, it's it, it's on a, a wee wee that he painted. Isn't that great, Cassie? Don't we we learn things on the show, don't we? She gives me a thumbs up. You gonna say anything to the peoples at all this week? She waves. They can't see a wave, and I'm not even streaming live yet. Yo, jeez. Let's keep looking. Police removed trespassing alligator from a resident's hot tub. Ooh, that's not supposed to be there. <laughs> what is this? What is it? What's going on with the Olympics and the fucking Wu-Tang Clan? I keep seeing this everywhere. Gymnastics goal. Okay, what's up with the... Oh, okay, it's a list thing that they're doing. Okay. I thought the Wu-Tang Clan had something to do with the Olympics. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> Wu-Tang Clan, uh, that, that's why I was interested. They do pop up on this podcast. Uh, let's see, pilot, oh, okay, here we go. We have a follow-up. Remember I told you I was going to keep up on this? Because this is one of the occurring things on the show. This goes way back to the early episodes of No Disclosure. Pilots in L.A. warned after another possible sighting of Jetpack Man. Yes, he's been seen again. Pilots flying in and out of LAX were given a warning after a possible sighting of a man flying a jetpack again. 
The Federal Aviation Administration, man, boy, you got to quit while you're ahead, dude. Yes, you're a hero. You're an American hero. You're a god among mortals. But you're going to get caught to keep doing this. The Federal Aviation Administration confirmed they, uh, a pilot contacted a traffic control on Wednesday evening to report a possible sighting of dude wearing jetpack again. Boeing 747 pilot reported seeing an object that might have resembled, resembled a jetpack 15 miles east of LAX, 5,000 feet altitude. Okay, the FAA says, out of abundance of caution, air traffic controllers alerted other pilots in the vicinity. Uh, yeah, what you're doing is federal, dude. You know, like I said, you're uh, you're an American hero. Your level of uh, fucking with people is just uh, legendary, and I love you for it. But when they catch your ass, <laughs> this is not going to be good. Now, uh, the possible sighting comes after a number of which, you, which we know very well by now. Number of similar sightings in late 2020. A video captured in December shows something resembling a man wearing a jetpack in the sky over Los Angeles. Well, yeah, do you know why it resembles a man in a jetpack? Because it's a guy in a fucking jetpack. That's awesome. Investigators have suggested the object in the video could be a drone made to resemble a man. Eh, possibly. I don't know. But didn't one of the pilots say that um, Jetpack Man, like, waved at him? Like, wasn't that a thing? I'll have to look that up. Uh, Tom Daly, blah, 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 whatever. Parenting expert shares four things you should never say to your children. Uh, yeah, TikTok sounds good to me. That's one of them. Um, wedding couple sparks debate after forcing guests to... I don't give a shit. We're doing an, uh, an old school episode of no disclosure today no bookmarks because remember we uh back in the day we would just hop on here no bookmarks no nothing and i would try <laughs> to find a way to fill you know in between articles uh, Ooh, man that did most of it oh wow Ooh. uh that was a good one what else we got here? We're, we're actually kind of lean today. I'm glad I kept the uh, backlog articles. Um, yeah, th there's nothing here. <laughs> it's all politics. George Foreman and politics. But yeah, all in one thing. George Foreman talking about politics. Stars coming out with kids that are transgender. Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, I, you know, I, I, uh, I've been... I've been uh, I started eating that Activia stuff, the yogurt, for two reasons. Number one, I have severe issues regarding that. And I think <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. And I think that, uh, you know, the probiotics, certainly it's not going to make anything worse. Hopefully that'll help matters a little bit. And number two, I wanted to poop like Jamie Lee Curtis. I mean, who doesn't? You know, everybody wants to be like uh, a star or at least know what it's like to, you know, live that kind of to live that kind of life, to have that kind of biz, you know. And uh, yeah, I think it's cool. I get to poop like Jamie Lee Curtis every day. And it's amazing. Right, Cassie? Cassie, if you go to Jamie Lee Curtis's house and you walk in her bathroom, that is a guy on a jet pack. How, how could they say that photo isn't? I just pulled up a picture of it. That is a guy on a jetpack. That ain't no fucking drone. That's stupid. Uh, Stakem is in trouble again. Uh, <laughs> what is wrong with you guys? 
What you blast Neil deGrasse Tyson on uh, Twitter, and now Stakeham's just on like on this tirade of blasting these people on Twitter that don't agree with what they say. You need to hire your damn CEO. I know we all are aware that uh, Stakeham is made from grade F circus monkey meat with some filler. I mean, you know you're not eating anything fucking like gourmet here. It's a Stakeham. It's like one step actually below uh, a hot pocket. Yeah, if you can imagine that, it's a fucking Stakeham. So you know, you guys need every bit of good PR you can get. You guys need to really just fire your CEO. <laughs> you, you you have to. This guy is a child, or whoever's responsible for this shit. You guys have been blasting everybody on Twitter. You look like a bunch of idiots. Um. Well, that's going to bookmark a couple of articles, and we're going to go live. Okay, so I'm introducing kind of a new... Uh, okay, let's wait till it goes live first. <laughs> okay, here we go. I'm introducing kind of a new segment to the show. Hi, guys. I'm uh, actually recording an episode, uh, the newest episode of No Disclosure right now, and I want you to be a part of it. So... I'm about uh, yeah 30 minutes into the episode. I figure we'll start live streaming probably the last 15, 20 minutes of the thing, just for fun, just to either get some engagement or you know show you guys uh, just you know hang out with you. So uh, if you uh, want to hop on, say hi. I'm doing the last little section of the No Disclosure podcast right now. Shout out! You could be on the show. April Fox, who I love oh so much, miss you. Says hello. So, we have another article here. Texas teens find a dead man's body. Nailed and his jewelry. we're Whoa. back. Okay, I'm back getting... To... I love Fox News' ads. They just interrupt everything. Texas teens... <laughs> that's going to be fun to mix out. Gavin Kelly says, what's up, bro? Hey, Gavin, how's it going, man? Independent filmmaker, uh, photographer extraordinaire, musician, and everything in between. Guy's a polymath. Gavin Kelly. Check him out sometime. Texas teens find a dead man's body, steal his jewelry, and post it all over Snapchat, say police. Awesome. <laughs> Two Texas teen girls discovered the remains of a 25-year-old man, stole his jewelry, and posted video of the macabre act to Snapchat, police say. Great. The man is believed to have hanged himself in a Medina Valley drainage ditch. The girls, 17 and 16 years old, face felony charges of theft from a human corpse in connection with the Monday morning incident, according to the Bexar County Sheriff's Office. Homicide investigators said they ruled out foul play and believe the man's death was a suicide. He was found hanging from the roadside railing by what appeared to be a shirt. So uh, here's, here's the thing, though. By uh, Tuesday, investigators said they learned of a video circulating on social media that showed the scene before the deputies arrived. Hmm. It allegedly shows a 17-year-old taking a gold necklace off the dead man's chest. Uh, according to Fox San Antonio, the video was sent anonymously to Bexar County Sheriff's deputies. Now, investigators... Ooh, she's cute. <laughs> she can make a video anytime. No, I'm going to just... <laughs> I'm going to quit. Investigators saw the older teen said they recognized her as a witness at the scene. According to an arrest affidavit, the friend told them she did it because the necklace matched her fashion style. Okay, so, yeah, yeah, I'm serious. Kills a guy, films it on Snapchat uh, for a uh, necklace. Uh, you know, uh, that was the main motivation here because it matched her fashion style. Damn. 
You know, I wish in an effort to turn a profit, people who make jewelry make more than one, you know, that you could get anywhere. Uh, that maybe you could buy with money after getting a fucking job. Uh, you know, that's that that's an option. Just saying. If I see some guy out on the street and I like his Megadeth shirt, yeah, I don't know. Now that I think about it, depending on the shirt, he, I may, I may, yeah, okay, I, I may kill him. If it's uh, okay, I, I, I'm, I'm starting to, I'll, I'll give it to you. Seventeen-year-old, <laughs> that's messed up. Here come the phone calls again this week. <laughs> A seventeen-year-old was identified as Bethany Martin. In an arrest affidavit, 16-year-old is not being named because she is a juvenile. The, <laughs> the girls were charged with theft of a human corpse. The older one was arrested Tuesday night and released on a $2,000 bond. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, now we have another thing. Um, <laughs> this one fits no disclosure pretty well. Uh, NYPD officer saved stabbed man's life with a potato chip bag and tape. Yeah, apparently MacGyver works for the police department. <laughs> Officer Ronald Kennedy joins Fox and Friends first to discuss his... Uh, you got to see this. Go on uh, foxnews.com. Check this out. He saved a man's life in early July. He uh, a, a man that was stabbed, he ended up making some kind of uh, a tourniquet thing with a potato chip bag and tape. Saved the guy's life. So, yeah, yeah MacGyver works for the fucking police. <laughs> Now, uh, here's something that I was uh, kind of raised my eyebrow a bit after seeing the picture. Ooh, oh, she's scary. Okay, well, we'll read it anyway. So it sounds fun. Florida woman is accused of skinny dipping in homeowner's pool. <laughs> like I say on this show all the time, I have a deep love for people who just give zero shits. <laughs> I just, I have a soft spot for them. A Florida woman was arrested Monday after authorities say she was caught skinny dipping in a random homeowner's pool. <laughs> now, before I get into the article, guys, Gavin Kelly says, uh, should have seen the meme that uh, proved MacGyver was all a lie when the actor that portrayed MacGyver broke down and they had no idea how to fix his own car. How true. <laughs> Scott Bradford is watching. Shout out to Scott Bradford. I am recording an episode of No Disclosure as we speak, sir. This is the last kind of little bit of it. But uh, if you guys want to, uh, show me some love here, man. Hit that heart, wow face, like. Uh, because if you do that, then uh, Facebook is going to uh, you know, push these live stream videos farther and farther, giving me a bigger and bigger reach. So hit the heart, hit the like, do it for me. All right. If you guys want to chime in, have any opinions on any of these stories I'm reading, I see the hearts and likes popping off already, so I appreciate it. You guys rule. So anyway, a Florida woman was arrested Monday after authorities say she was caught skinny dipping in a random homeowner's pool. Yes. The man, the man who lives at the residence told Charlotte County Sheriff's deputies that he uh, thought something was amiss when he found clothing strewn across his he then spotted the naked stranger at his pool. Police identified the alleged skinny dipper as Heather A. Kennedy, 42 years of age. Wow, April, you're going nuts on the likes. Yeah, give it to me. Ooh, yeah, smash that thing. Man, she's hitting like, like, it's just like popping off. I was like, how many people are watching? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> you rule. She's just like going nuts on that like button, man. I love it. Yeah, you guys are awesome. 
I have the coolest watch. I have the coolest listeners in the world. Florida town. <laughs> Responding deputies claim Kennedy was confrontational and resisted arrest while she was nude. Do we have any photos? <laughs> Come on. Uh, <laughs> I'm a journalist, damn it. I need pictures. <laughs> she was taken to the Charlotte County Jail where they say she refused to tell him her name. They said they were able to identify her through previous jail booking photos. Uh, is she? Uh, never mind. Dang it. I don't want to see photos now. She looks like Don Knotts with a wig on. <laughs> he said his like button got stuck. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, it certainly got stuck in my favor, though, sir. I appreciate it. Uh, let's see. We're at um, uh, 36 minutes. Let's try to do one more. Mm. Mm. Coffee. So, okay, I got to find out how the hell this happened. Because this is like the third time I've seen this article. We got to see this. Okay, now, you're not going to believe me for a second, but this is legit, okay? Now, I'm just going to say it, okay? I'm just going to throw it out there. A man says he's found 160 bowling balls under his Michigan home. That silence is intentional. Let that sink in. If you're wondering how the hell this happened, you're, I'm right there with you. So Muskegon resident David Olson found a sea of bowling balls under his stairs and patio. <laughs> it turns out bowling balls are not a great foundation for a house, apparently. Uh. David Olson, 33, is learning that firsthand now that he's discovered the home he purchased in Muskegon, Michigan, two years ago, is built on top of old bowling balls. What the heck? Well, I don't get it. He told Fox News. I, I, don't, I don't understand. He began to discover weathered bowling balls buried under his home and yard at the start of July. What? I have questions. He and his wife are the second owners of the home, currently live with their three children. I don't care. I don't want their damn biography. Why is, there, why is the house built on top of bowling balls? Olson said he's uh, removed 160 in total and has documented the process in a public Facebook group titled, Ooh, okay, you can follow this. Now, uh, go to Facebook groups and look up the bowling ball guy. He has a Facebook group right now where he's kind of documenting this whole process. Uh, he was dealing with some kind of dumping ground, apparently, with hazardous material. But after he contacted the manufacturer of the bowling balls, Brunswick, actually, he soon found out the old pieces of equipment likely came from a plant the company had in that area back in the 1950s. Okay, well, that makes sense now. <laughs> that kind of blew my mind. Uh, yeah, apparently there was a machine shop in the West Michigan area. Uh, my assumption is that they had some kind of contact at Brunswick during the late 50s. And, you know, they were building the house and needed to fill a bunch of voids, basically. So I guess somebody forgot that, you know, they were building a house on top of a, where they scrapped a bunch of the bowling balls. Uh, Scott Bradford says they must have used bowling pins as studs. <laughs> I can't see. That's why I gotta do some of this live, because you guys, I, I, I you know, you you listen to the show, and if you don't, you ought to. But I always, uh, I always have kind of smart ass comment to say. You know, I always got something to chime in with. But the stuff you guys come up with is like, it, I'm reminded very quick of how much more witty, yeah, other people are than me. So I appreciate that comment there, Mister Bradford, Scotty B. So anyway, I've hit my time. And uh, if you want to listen to the entire episode of No Disclosure, the whole shebang, and not just the last 
10, 15 minutes of it. If you liked what you heard, if you liked what you saw, the Notice the Notice Closure podcast can be listened to anywhere. Apple, Spotify, Pandora, Google Podcasts. I already said Apple Podcasts. Anchor, iHeartRadio, everywhere. So look me up. No Disclosure Podcast can be heard anywhere. So if you uh, had some fun here, I thank you for an engagement, for your engagement. Thanks for the likes, the hearts, and Gavin's uh, like button getting stuck. I appreciate it. (laughs) And uh, for those of you who come in and watch this after the stream, uh, go ahead too. Leave a like if you dig it. And there go the likes again. Someone's button got stuck again. I love that. Go ahead and leave the likes, leave the hearts, leave the wow faces. I appreciate it. So that's all for this week. And remember to go on Asylum817.com. That's Asylum817.com for all things me and no disclosure related. The links to our uh, social media links are there, as well as the link to the Patreon account where you could get audio tests, outtakes, bonus episodes, and everything in between before I unleash them on the world. And shout out to the patrons, by the way. The Kunkel Homestead YouTube channel, Michelle Tull, Kristen Belt, Donald Haynes, David Peterson. That's everybody, right? <laughs> yeah, shout out to the patrons, everybody. And a very special shout out to the Joe Show podcast, who uh, I, I'm actually, I, I'm, I'm a fan. I love the Joe Show podcast. Check it out. If you like my stuff, check out the Joe Show on Anchor, okay? Anchor.fm. So anyway, that is it for this week, kids. I hope you enjoyed listening. I hope you enjoyed watching this stream. And share it with your buds. Let's spread this thing. Let's spread it on. (laughs) That's all we got. Bye-bye, my babies. I love you all. And be fancy.